In today's world, finding the facts and applying the truth to solve complicated problems is a bold move. Become an actuary and use your math skills to bring predictability to uncertainty. Actuaries are respected professionals and truth tellers valued across the globe. And actuaries are the U.S. News number 22 top paying career. Explore a great career in a field you love, making a real difference for real people. Find your path. The world needs actuaries more than ever. And welcome to Across the County. I'm Noah. Thanks for joining me. Well, we're going to be covering a couple of different subjects today, and I always love having new people on the show. And Heidi Vey is my guest today, and she wrote, Are You a Material Girl? And I have the Madonna song just in the back of my head right now. I can hear it very loudly. But she's a writer, not I'm not talking about Madonna. I'm talking about Heidi Vey. She was a writer and a speaker, a ministry leader, and she's in Gig Harbor, Washington. And she's a remarried mother of four. I love talking to parents, as you know, if you've been listening to my show for any length of time. I'm also a single father of two just amazing young men. I'm married now, but they are, we all have been through quite the journey. And so this story we're going to hear today, I'm actually pretty excited about a section of it. She's also navigating the blended family life. I know that very well. And there's probably going to be some things that I find interesting that can help you out there, which is another reason we're having her on the show. She unfortunately lost her husband to cancer in 2013, and she longs to use her writing just be just an amazing light and guide to them on the road to healing. And if you want to check out her blog, thebreathingmama.com, thebreathingmama.com, it's a wealth of stories and devotionals of faith, and they stem from her loss and healing and being an awesome mother and living this blended family and complex life. She's working on her first book right now, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. There's a Kindle book out as well, The New Widow's Guide to Survival, 25 Days of Raw and Real Healing, and you can check that out, thebreathingmama.com. All of that said, now this is a big introduction, but I'm excited to have Heidi Vey on. Heidi, welcome to the show. It's such a treat to have you on. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm excited. Well, let's get into, because I just did that big, long intro for you, we'll get to the, <laughs> the featured article, which I want to talk about today. But let's talk about that Kindle book that's already out that people can get. It's The New Widow's okay. Guide to Survival, 25 Days of Raw and Real Healing. What prompted you to write the book? I have a pretty good idea. And what was this journey like for you as you went through writing this and sharing your story? Um, I think the reason that I wrote this one in particular is because the first date, and it's really geared towards widows specifically who lost their spouse in those first days that are just so dark. And I know um, I, I could have used something like this when, when I was going through it, somebody to just really get in there and say, you know what, this really does suck. And these are some things that you can do to make, to make it a little better. Um, it's very raw, meaning I share a lot of kind of darker thoughts I had and kind of feelings that I had in those, in those first days. And it's just very simple. It's a very short book. It's, um, you know, one page of just kind of an encouragement for that day and really just wanting the widows to know that they're not alone and any thoughts they're having or feelings they're having are all very normal. Um, but then also encouraging them, you know, with scripture and things that um, it's not always going to feel so terrible. So I just really, I wrote it specifically for very new widows that just need something to hold on to and some truth to help them walk through those really hard days. 
And you can get it on Amazon. You can also find out more about it at thebreathingmama.com. I imagine as you're yeah. talking about some of these raw emotions, if anybody out there listening has experienced loss, I mean, that's really what it's about. I mean, it's really kind of overwhelming, not just one or two emotions, but several emotions hitting you at the same time. It's almost difficult and at times feels like it's impossible to process, but you can get through it. Yes, absolutely. And I think that there, like you said, there's so many things that especially Widow loses. You know, she's not just losing her husband. She's losing her way of life. She's losing possibly financial income. She's losing um, a relationship. I mean, it's just the list goes on and on. So, you know, as people around her start moving on and, you know, getting back into their regular rhythms of life, you know, after the hoopla of the funeral and the memorial and everything, a Widow is left kind of alone just in trying to navigate how she's going to grocery shop and how she's going to get her kids to school and how she's going to, you know, parent these kids without her husband. And so there's just this long, long list of loss that she has to go through. Heidi, before we get to the featured article, which I'm excited to talk about, but Mm -hmm. we've already started on the book portion of it, which is Mm -hmm. the Kindle book, The New Widow's Guide to Survival, 25 Days of Raw and Real Healing. I know you blog a lot as well at thebreathingmama.com. Are some of these thoughts and emotions in blog form as well? Can people go to your website and read some additional yes. material? I do have a, a widow section of the blog where I, I talk specifically about um, not just widowhood, but also the blended family life and kind of, um, you know, falling in love again, getting remarried, like all those, all those complicated things that a widow has to face um, after the loss of her husband. So, yeah, you can find all of that on my blog. Again, check it out, thebreathingmama.com. Now let's get into the featured article, which uh, it kind of made me smile a bit when I found it at kprz.com slash articles. You can also get it at crosswalk.com currently. And it's Heidi's article, Are You a Material Girl? And again, I laugh and snicker because (laughs) I'm one of those guys that loves fashion. I love style. I'm a bit of a material girl, even though I'm a man. I'm a material man. What can I say? (laughs) And around the fall season, I I find this very interesting, Heidi, because men and women alike around the holidays, they love to dress festively with coordinated outfits. And the fall often has a unique sense of style that most can appreciate, but year-round, there are those of us like myself that appreciate just being well put together. It can really exude and say a lot about your personality. And so I thought we would start with actually defining what is materialism and what is being materialistic. And is it the same thing as as just having a love for these things? But I think you can actually have healthy boundaries while expressing your style, expressing your personality and not going overboard and making sure that you put the important things first. And of course, we're talking about God and not putting other things over him. Right. I think uh, materialism and wealth in itself is something that we can definitely put on a pedestal. And it is difficult because I think a lot of us really do like enjoy fashion or enjoy dressing well. Um, And I think it's just important to remember why, like think about why you're doing it. Um, If you're doing it to impress other people or doing it to fulfill yourself before God, then it can kind of turn it into a, you know, it can turn into an idol. So I think we have to be really careful um, why we're doing it. Exactly. And there has to be that healthy that, boundary again. Right. And sometimes, you know, you might find yourself going overboard, especially, right. hey, you're out there around the Christmas season. Maybe you're buying your gifts for your loved one and your families. And you're like, oh, my gosh, why did I just spend this amount of money on right. all of these things, on all of these materialistic um 
things, clothes for right. myself when I didn't really need them. Right. I think um, I, I definitely, I mean, this article definitely was something that came from, um, you know, an issue that I, I can struggle with in terms of shopping and spending money that I don't need to spend. And I think, um, I think there's a lot of us that, um, you know, we're out there shopping and, and we see something that we like and we, we purchase it and we come home and then we immediately have regret because we probably shouldn't. And I think we just have to be very cautious um, and kind of aware of that. And because within themselves, you know, these things are bad. And God can provide a way for us to appreciate and utilize these things without um, putting them on the pedestal and making them a God. So, yeah, you're at the department store, you try on a pair of shoes, yeah. you say, hey, these things look great, it's awesome, and, you know, maybe I have a little bit of extra money, I deserve it, and then suddenly, you know, you've bought that and a couple of other things, and you're at home, yeah. and it doesn't feel as good as it did when you were originally trying those pair of shoes on to begin with. Right. But really, right. ask yourself the reasons why you're shopping for right. new clothes. And maybe it, it it's time, you need some new things to be able to express yourself, and that's all fine and good. Uh, but is it to make sure that you're expressing yourself and your personality properly? Because if it's not, maybe you're just, this is the first thing in the article, maybe mm-hmm. you're just using it shopping to fill a void. I've been there. I know right. I have done that. And it sounds like you have right. as well, Heidi. Yes, I definitely have. And I think, I think that, you know, it can kind of be a signal that we've done that if we come home and we feel worse or we feel regret. And we're, then I think that's just like a red flag. Oh, you probably did it for the wrong reason. Um, because God gives us, you know, he, he blesses us financially or he blesses us with material things. Um, so they're not bad within themselves, but we just have to, um, well, of course, because God will always provide. He always assures us of that. And that includes making sure we have clothes to put on our back. Exactly. Right. So they're blessings and God wants us to enjoy these things. He just doesn't want us to put them before him or idolize or idolize anything that's not him. Noah here and across the county, and Heidi Vey is my guest. You can check her out at thebreathingmama.com, thebreathingmama.com. And she's a writer and a speaker, a ministry leader, and she's also got a book you can check out at her website. And that's called The New Widow's Guide to Survival, 25 Days of Raw and Real Healing. And she's got another book coming out. We'll be talking about that at the end of the show. Uh, another thing is you're going through this process and maybe you're buying things out there uh, along the holidays or even beyond for yourself. Ask yourself, do you have trouble letting go of things that you no longer need? This includes clothes and other things, mm-hmm. but don't just have things to just have things. You should be able to make them be useful in your life. And this includes the things that you wear on your back and maybe, hey, you're looking in your closet. I do this quite often. I'm a big shoes guy. I love shoes. I have probably too many. And if I haven't worn a pair of shoes, Heidi, in let's say maybe six months, I'm just picking an arbitrary number here. I go to Goodwill quite a bit because there are those that actually don't have very many pairs of shoes that they could actually use those and they would cherish those. Right. I think I've done the same thing. I definitely um, have gone through. I, I think one of the things that I that I do sometimes is I... I go shopping at night and I purchase new clothes for myself, but I kind of make myself go into my closet and get rid of things. So it kind of maybe makes the plans a little bit um, more even. Um, but I think you're right about um, there's definitely people that can use the things more than we do. It was really it's funny. I was actually 
moving in with my wife, I recently got married. And one of the first things that we did was combine wardrobes. And Mm -hmm. I had to take all of my clothes and go through them. I'm like, why do I have so much stuff? And I did a big purge and I got rid of so many things that I hadn't worn in a very, very long time. So maybe just do it periodically. I wish I had done this a couple of times a year. I wouldn't have had to go through this. Right. And I think, yeah, if we if we kind of pick at it slowly, you know, maybe every time we purchase something, just kind of like take one and give one. Uh, Maybe that wouldn't make us, you know, we wouldn't feel so overwhelmed with what we have. And I know that for me, not even in terms of clothes, but just having things in my house, I often feel, um, which is where I wrote that section of the article, is because I really, I think clutter can be a really big cause of stress for people. And so, you know, going through our things and getting rid of anything that, that we don't need anymore, kind of clearing off counter space or clearing out cabinets it can really take a load off of just even um, stress that we carry, especially as parents with kids with a lot of items. It can be, it can be burdensome. So I think clearing those things out can really help us live. live Well, I like what you said there too. That's an excellent way to go about it. If you really need that new pair of shoes, and I'm just going to stick with that because it's something that I actually (laughs) do quite often, pick out a pair of shoes that you don't wear. Or an article of clothing that you don't wear. And as you just said, Heidi, give it. Either give it to a friend, somebody that needs it. Take it down to Goodwill, as I mentioned, so that somebody Uh else can enjoy that. And that really balances things out, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I tend to do. And maybe it's something I do just to make myself feel better. Um, I think it's a little of both with me, too. But at the same time, it is definitely um, preventing me from just hoarding things that I don't need. Well, you mentioned something uh, in brief, and I want to expand on that right now because this is a big one. And I think this is going to look a little different for everybody. It really just depends on your spiritual journey and where you're at and if you're being honest with yourself. Right. But you can appreciate and have a liking for fashion, but you have to ask yourself the question, are you, am I, loving things more than I love God? And then the follow-up question, what does that look like? And be honest with yourself as you're asking that question. And if it takes you to a place that you shouldn't be, scale back whatever it is you're doing, your spending habits, how much, how many things that you're purchasing. Because, yeah, right. it's good to express ourselves in fashion and style, but don't make it an idol. That's just, it's, it, it can go wrong if you don't keep it in check. There is a beautiful Bible study company called the Daily Grace Company. And I actually just did one of their studies on idolatry. And I learned a lot about this and how we tend to idealize so many things in our life and not even just materialism, but we could idealize control, comfort, marriage, children, friendship, health and medicine, fitness. I mean, the list goes on and on. So and I we might not even realize it. There are certain things, exactly. like you said at the beginning of the interview, Heidi, surface level, hey, buying clothes. Yeah, it's not by itself, in and of itself. It is not a bad thing. It's no. what you do with it and how you incorporate that into your life that can be good or it right. can be bad just depending or the reason that you're doing it. exactly you're going shopping and you're there and you're thinking why am i doing this is it because i'm lonely is it because i'm i have anxiety or whatever if it's to to make yourself feel better with you know doing that first before going to god then that that's the issue there it's also about time and energy. It's not just about the dollar or the things themselves. It's about the time right. and the energy right. that you're spending on the shopping, on right. the clothes, because, 
at the end of the day, that is time, that is energy. You could be spending that with God and whether it's praying or worshiping or things that in the end glorify him, there's got to be that healthy balance. And if there's not, if you don't recognize that, that's also not good. Exactly. I think that we, um, we tend to do that a lot as humans as we are, you know, it's easy, easy in our flesh to seek out other things. It's more, um, you know, especially if you don't have a deep relationship with God, then you're definitely going to be seeking other things to, to make you feel better when you're struggling. So it's just getting into that mindset and those healthy habits to just lean on God first and spend time with Him first in your day. You know, give your day to God before you do anything, you know, and He'll help you, you know, guide you through that day and, and give you those little red flags of maybe you shouldn't be doing this right now. Maybe you should be spending your time different or your money different. And it's just having that deep relationship with Him is where He's going to start to speak to you and show you where you possibly have idolatry in your life. Well, you and I sound similar as far as our liking for fashion and style. And I know yes. that we all have, as you mentioned at the end of your article, and I hope people pay attention to this, that we all of us, mm-hmm. because we're human, mm-hmm. especially if you like these things, you're going to have a tendency and desire to want certain things from this world. But you need to pay attention because God knew that we as flesh and men and women would be tempted by these things. It is up to us to make sure that we give him the glory and we're paying attention to him and to not make these things our idols. It's a tough thing. It's, it's not easy. So how do we pay attention more to God and not to these things and get caught up in them, especially around the Thanksgiving and Christmas seasons, Heidi? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think kind of what I just said, just, um, I mean, for me, it's like just that time in the morning. Of just, you know, spending time in the Word, listening to worship music and praying and saying, you know, God, give you, I give you this day. Please lead me and guide me and show me what to do. Show me how to spend my time. Show me how to spend my money. Give me wisdom and all these things. Um, and then throughout the day, I feel like, you know, I've noticed on days when I do that, they're different than the days that I don't. You know, I might, I might do things that, you know, I, try, I might try to fulfill myself in other ways that are not Him. Um, so yeah, it's just, I think it's just making healthy habits and just really, um, choosing to spend your time with God. And when you're doing that, when you're spending the time with the Lord and you're giving him the time and the energy, you might be, you probably will be a lot less tempted to do the, Hey, you know what? That pair of shoes is really nice. Yeah. They fit me really great, but they're a little pricey and I kind of really don't need them. And it'll be easier to walk away at the end of the day. It is, and I and I definitely find that that for myself. I I find I have a different kind of strength to say no to things that I don't need, because um, I definitely that's this is this is why I write the article. It's something you know as a, as a human, I'm a Christian, but I'm also a human, and I have flesh, and I have desires for things. Um, and so it's just yeah, it's just including. Yeah, God it's about recognizing that, that because okay. to, to say that you're not tempted, I I, I think you're not being honest with yourself, especially if you have a liking right. for, for for these things. You're like, oh, I can keep it in 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 control. At the end of the day, we are all human, Heidi. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's important too. Like what you were saying is just even recognizing that about yourself is really important. I have to um, recognize about that about myself. Again, I have too many shoes. I need to donate more yeah. of them. My wife would agree. Noah here on Across the County, and we are talking with Heidi Vey, just 
tremendous new guest that we have on the show. Check out her article. We just talked about it. Are you a material girl? Maybe you have a liking for fashion and style. And do you occasionally go overboard? Be honest with yourself. Maybe you don't know if you're going overboard at all. And you're a Christian. These things should be important to you. Check it out. The article lives at crosswalk.com at the archives as well at kprz.com. What I'd like to talk to you about now, Heidi, I know you have a new book in the works. And mm-hmm. this is something that I believe is coming out. It's going to be not just a Kindle book. This is going to be uh, on, on paper. I'm tremendously excited yeah. to ask you about it. And we have definitely have the time to talk about it for a few more minutes. So there's no title yet, but what is going to be the subject matter of this book? And what was the catalyst to get you to write it? So um, in 2013, my first husband passed away from cancer. And um, I have two small, I had two small boys at the time. They were five and seven. And during his um, diagnosis and treatment and the sickness through his death and beyond that, I started blogging. And I really discovered about myself that writing was a way for me to um, start healing. It was therapy for me. It was kind of very healing for me and brought me to a place where I really recognized that I love writing. And it's a huge part of who I am. Um, So after he passed, um, I eventually got remarried. I moved to a different state. I had another child. And so now we live in this blended family that is very complex, um, you know, with all of the baggage from loss um, and my husband's previous life. There's just kind of a lot of different dynamics that we had to mix together. And I just I just learned so much. And so the premise of the book really is to share my story. And what I really want my readers to know is that God is still good. God is good even in tragedy. God is good in hardship. God is good when we struggle. And he's always there waiting to help us. And I think um, for me to come out, you know, after losing my husband, um, which was, I mean, we've been married 13 years. It was incredibly traumatic and life-altering for me. But I came out on the other side and saying, God is good. And look what he's done. Look at this new life that I have. And, you know, it's not that it's all roses because it can be very difficult. And sometimes I... I struggle with resentment of why did this happen? Because life is now a lot more complicated than it was before. Um, you know, navigating a second marriage. And, you know, thankfully, my new husband is just absolutely um, amazing. And sometimes I can't even believe that God gave me someone so amazing. So there's so much goodness that came out of that tragedy. And I really, um, I just have the deep desire to show the world that it was for not for nothing. And that um, God's glory was shown through it. Um, through the entire experience. And I just, I'm going to be writing um, the entire story of everything that happened um, and also including just a lot of um, history about widows and what, how widows are really viewed in America and other, in other cultures as well, something I'm learning. Um, And also I want it to be a very practical book so that anybody can read it, not just specifically widows, but people that have gone through tragedy or loss that they can read the story and just kind of see how, how God's able to weave goodness um, in the most difficult of circumstances. So that's really kind of the premise right now. Like I said, I'm still working on it. Um, I'm just barely here chapter two right now. It's actually been a really kind of daunting task to kind of go back and think about um, everything that happened in detail because it's, it's been nine years 
So I'm really, you know, going back to my old blogs and my old Facebook posts and trying to like piece together the story that I have. And, and I really believe that God's hand is on it. Um, I believe he's helping me write it. I believe that it's already been written in his eyes and I'm just here to chip away and, and, re- and reveal this book that he has. And um, I'm just really thankful that I got a publisher and that I'm actually on this journey to writing it. So I'm really excited to share it with people. And I really hope that it, that it um, just really speaks to people's hearts. Well, we're excited about it. I believe you told me September 2023 is when it's due out, correct? Yeah. yeah. So go to thebreathingmama.com. Make sure you stay plugged in with Heidi. There'll be updates on the website. You can, for now, get her first book, the Kindle edition, The New Widow's Guide to Survival, 25 Days of Raw and Real Healing. And there's a lot of raw emotion there. It sounds like, Heidi, this new book, even though you're going to be sharing your experiences uh, in detail, it's going to be a lot more polished and it's going to be very encouraging uh, that people might be able to find similar journeys like, hey, I, I've been through exactly what she's been through and be able mm-hmm. to relate to that and show them light at the end of the day. Exactly. And I think that's what I, I just want people to know that, that just because hard things happen or um, tragedy occurs, it doesn't mean that your life is over. It doesn't mean that God doesn't have a, a plan bigger than that. So I was ju- I was actually thinking of how to phrase it, and I was just thinking about that. It sounds like what this new book is going to be about in a nutshell is, you know what? God has a plan. God is on the throne. God has a plan, and God's going to take care of me. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Heidi, thanks for coming on across the county, Thank telling us about the, the book that you're working on and also the, the Kindle book. It's already out there. People can get it at thebreathingmama.com and about your fascinating article about are you a material girl and I'm definitely a material man and I know I need to keep myself in check and I'm sure there's other (laughs) listeners out there that might need to do the same thing and maybe this is just something for reference you should keep in the back of your mind as we go through the holidays but thanks for talking about the article with us it's been a real treat having you on thank you so much I appreciate the invite (laughs) Noah here and across the county check out more of Heidi Vey at the website thebreathingmama.com Rockstar Energy Punch, bringing a bold and unapologetic flavor packed with energy through a blend of B vitamins, guarana extract, and 240 milligrams of caffeine to fuel what's next. Rockstar Energy Drink.